You're listening to Holistic Business Matters with Helen Harding, the show for complementary practitioners, therapists and coaches wanting to run their business in their way. Hello and welcome to episode 28 of Holistic Business Matters. I'm Helen Harding and this week we're looking at the lessons that I've learned from writing a book. And I've learned loads, but what I've done is I've focused in on eight of the main ones that I've learned and I thought I'd share them as inspiration for you too. What I found was when I first started writing my book, boy, did it bring out all of my demons. It challenged me in ways that I just couldn't have expected. And the lessons that I've learned along the way have really helped me to understand myself and understand the way I work. And hopefully it's really going to put me in good stead for the future and to create more amazing stuff as I go along over the next few weeks, months, years. So here are my top eight lessons. The first lesson is I can write. I always had this belief that I wasn't a naturally gifted writer. I'm certainly challenged when it comes to spelling and grammar. And I suppose for me growing up, I, I've i got a twin and Lisa who was always really good at English. She read loads. She was a real bookworm. And I can remember teachers saying, you know, Lisa's really good at English. Her spelling's much better than Helen's. Her grammar's much better than Helen's. And that kind of started this belief that I couldn't write. And then fast forward a few years, the first job that I ever got was in a studio. And I was surrounded by editors and writers and proofreaders. And again, they're amazing at writing and reading. And I was always the brunt of a lot of their jokes about, well, don't give that to Helen to check because she's going to get it wrong. So I really kind of held it true to me. That was like my truth was I wasn't a good writer. And I really had to work hard to get over myself with this one. And one of the reasons that I started blogging and creating regular articles in the first place was because I knew how important it was to be able to write and communicate as a marketer. And I really wanted to learn that skill. So that was my way of doing it. It was to get comfortable with putting out regular content. And at first it was challenging, but now it's just what I do. And writing a book, well, that did challenge those beliefs about whether I can write or not. It did bring up those demons, but I did it and I'm really proud of myself for it. The second lesson I learned is to make a commitment and make a public one as well. I needed that accountability. I needed to have people know that this is what I was aiming to do because I felt that that really helped to keep me on track with the book. And because I told people that I was going to do it, I didn't want to feel a fool. I didn't want my pride to be hurt by saying, oh, no, no, it was too much. It was too hard. It was too difficult. I didn't I didn't do it. And it really helped to, to keep me focused, knowing that I had this accountability and I'd made this commitment to myself and to others. The third lesson for me was actually writing has to become part of your routine. When I first started the book, 
I was doing it in drips and drabs. I was doing it between my normal work, a bit here and a bit there. And then there'd be weeks at a time where I didn't touch it because I'd be working away and I'd got other appointments. And then when I came to pick it up, oh my word, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I'd have to then go back over everything before I could start again. So I learned that if I made it part of my routine, part of something that I did on a regular basis, that it was much, much more efficient. My fourth lesson is, however long you think it's going to take, treble it, quadruple it, it will take a lot longer. I suppose I was a bit arrogant at first because I had this kind of bank of blog posts that I'd put together over the years. There were hundreds of thousands of words And I thought, well, yeah, a book, it's 60,000 words. It's around those topics. I've got all of this content. I can repurpose it. I suppose I thought it was going to be a much quicker job than it was. And I was so wrong. It took much, much longer. Um, And just the reality of pulling in all of these kind of individual blog posts that were standalone pieces together, but then to make them flow so they worked as one document instead of being several small ones, it was just a mammoth task. And I probably had to go back over it six times before it was even in a position that I could send it out to somebody else to read because... Like I say, it was compiling this information. It was looking for gaps. It was then creating information to fill those gaps. And it just needed to flow and it didn't at first. And it just felt like that never-ending job. It just went on and on and on. And it took much, much longer than I ever thought it would. My fifth lesson is to make sure that you take a break in your writing. And this is different from having a routine. This is actually having a complete break from the book. When you've really got your head in the book and you're constantly reading and editing and changing, it all kind of merges into one. You forget where you are. You forget, have you seen this bit before? Didn't you use that example somewhere else? And it it just kind of merged And to be honest, there were times when I just couldn't remember what I'd written about and I was really bored of the sound of my own voice. But taking some time out, taking some space and looking at it again with fresh eyes made a huge difference. And really, I had that time when the book, when the manuscript went to the publisher and they were proofing it, there were a a month or two in between me that happening and me getting it back which just meant that I didn't have to look at it. I didn't have to read it. And when I did, I could look at it with fresh eyes and it gave me a whole new perspective on it. And there were elements in there that weren't right, that I hadn't explained myself very well. And it allowed me to go back over those and do a better job. My sixth lesson is it's never going to be perfect. And just accepting that was massive for me. I'm a bit of a recovering perfectionist and this has been one of my demons that's held me back for years. And actually the book brought up all of my own rubbish again. You know, who's going to want to read this rubbish anyway? 
I'm not good enough. What have I got to say? All of that stuff came up. And as I say in the past, this perfection pattern has stopped me in my tracks. It stopped me from releasing all sorts of things. And I was determined it wasn't going to happen this time. So I had to do a lot of work on myself. I had to do a lot of work on my confidence and about being vulnerable. You know, putting a book out there is very vulnerable. I also started to look at the patterns that I got stuck in when I was being a perfectionist. So things like being very, very busy on incredibly important things when I should be writing the book because I could justify them. I noticed how often I did that sort of stuff and I noticed how often it was because I was avoiding doing the book. And there's a great book that really helped me with this. It's called Finish. Give Yourself the Gift of Done by John Acuff. And it really opened my eyes to some of the reasons why I'd failed on certain projects in the past. And it helped me put strategies in place to get over them to make sure it didn't happen with the book. Now, I know a book's never going to be perfect. There's always ways I could improve it. There's always more I could add to it. But at some point, you have to stop and you have to let it go because done is much better than perfect. The seventh lesson I learned is be open to feedback. Now, this was quite hard at times because receiving feedback can be harsh And especially when it's something you've poured your heart and soul into and somebody comes back and says it's rubbish or they question your thinking on it, it can be really hurtful. But, you know, you have to get over it and that takes courage. And I just kept reminding myself that I'd asked for the feedback. I'd wanted to know. I wanted to put out the best book I could do. But that was still my decision whether I took that feedback on board. So it was somebody else's opinion, but I had the choice over whether I accepted it or not. And some of it was incredible and some of it made a huge difference to the book. But, you know, it was something that I found difficult at times and I felt very vulnerable. So the eighth lesson is you've just got to learn to be super flexible and no matter how well structured I started the book I like everything organized and sorted in advance and I structured the book out and that was part of my proposal to the publisher and I thought I knew exactly what I was doing but actually as the book evolved as I worked on it it changed and be okay with that you know I needed to learn to let go of what I thought it should be in order for it to become what it was there were things in there that I was adamant at first had to be there, but they ended up being deleted because I was overcomplicating things. Or there were things that I added into it that weren't part of my original plan. And again, this ability to be flexible allowed me to to change and adapt and evolve the book so that hopefully it's become something that's really, really useful and really worthwhile having. I know writing a book isn't easy. You know, I always knew that, but I have a whole newfound respect for authors. Having done this myself, wow, it's it's an incredible journey and an in- incredibly challenging one as well. And I learned loads about myself. So 
I have a huge amount of respect for anybody that's gone through this process. What I've learned and how I've developed and even just learning my topic even deeper has just helped me evolve and develop as a marketer, as a practitioner. And I think that's just got to be great for my clients too. So if you're listening to this when the podcast goes live, so that's at the end of August 2020, you're in time to get your free tickets for the online book launch. And I'm really excited about this. My publisher is hosting a launch event for the book and I'm going to be sharing insights into growing and marketing your health and well-being business. There's also going to be conversations and question and answer sessions and it's on Monday the 21st of September 2020 at 7.30pm. So I'd love it if you'd love to come along and join us and be part of the launch and I'll put links to how you can register in the show notes. And I also wanted to let you know how you can pre-order your holistic business recipe And it's a handbook I've created to help therapists, coaches, holistic health practitioners who want to build a thriving and sustainable practice, but in their way. So it's creating their own recipe rather than trying to follow somebody else's. So whether you're new or struggling and you want to know about how you can set up and run a business that's right for you, that's based on your strengths and your resources, it's for you. Okay. It's all about simplifying that process and helping you make the right choices for you. So you can get your hands on a copy of the book by pre-ordering it. And in addition, you get a 20% discount from the publisher. You get access to the downloads, the bonus downloads that go with the book, and you get entered into a free prize draw, which is a coaching session and also a bundle of personal development and business books that have really helped me and a lot of them feature in my book too. So again I'll put links to that in the show notes and I'd love it if you'd pick up a copy. I hope you enjoyed this episode and for a full blog post and the show notes and all of the links for the things we've talked about visit helenharding.co.uk forward slash podcast 28. And I'd really appreciate it if you did enjoy it, if you'd subscribe and take a couple of minutes to leave me a review because it's going to help this show to get discovered. So until next time, take care and I'll speak with you soon. If you enjoyed this week's episode, come and join me in our Facebook group, Holistic Business Matters, and join our community of like-minded practitioners, coaches, and therapists, and be inspired and supported to create your business in your way.